Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Let's start talking about supercars. What a weekend for WAU. He lines it up. Squirts it out the other side. Hangs it off the rear tyre. And Chaz Mostert yeah, buddy. has picked yeah, up his mate. first well victory done. of 2022. Well done, Chaz. And after race two, Chaz Mostert is the championship leader in uh, Repco Supercars, which is pretty cool. We've got his boss on the line. Yes, and he has a similar hair colour to his uh, lead driver, and that is Ryan Walkinshaw. Hey, Ryan, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me on board. I just want to say one thing. I don't know if you've seen Murph tweeting, but he actually called you Blondie, the Blondie of uh, race car. How about that, eh? Yeah, well, it's a lot nicer than what I called Greg behind his back, so it's fine. <laughs> That's lovely. Thank you, Ryan. Um, How you doing, mate? You good? Mate, uh, yeah, going great, mate. And uh, bloody good to see you back in Australia and at the, the first rounds of the season. Um, you finished incredibly at Bathurst, and that was just unbelievably sensational. You've started as you hoped you would after all the work that's been going on. I just want to step back, though, and ask you about the end of last year and that Bathurst victory. Now, you've been a part of it. Uh, you've been a part of it through, you know, for years with the Holden Racing Team, through your dad, the connections to it all, the amount of Bathurst. Actually, I should have probably found out how many overall the team has, has won. But how proud are you of this one, considering the changes, the evolution of, of the operation over, over a period and, and also the fact that, you know, it was a struggle street there for quite a while. Yeah, look, um, you, I think every team owner is always going to be proud when they win Bathurst. It's, you know, it's the holy grail of, of every season in supercars. And, um, you know, when you ask fans who won the championship 15 years ago, um, you know, some of them will draw a blank face. Whereas when you ask them who won Bathurst, you know, they'll tell you who won it, who came second, who came third, and, you know, 10 or 15 different facts that, occurred during that race you know it's um it really is uh our flagship event and it's you know it's a very very special race to win um it's the second one that i've won i won it in my first season and i won it last year um but it's in a weird way this one feels more special than that um only because it feels like it was much more uh because of you know the work that we've been putting in as a team um as opposed to you know just sort of what i inherited back from, from 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 my dad tom so it was a pretty special one for us, but I think the reason that it was most special was, um, you know, knowing that, you know, it's been a struggle for us for a couple of years, especially after losing the Holden Racing Team uh, title. Um, you know, we went through two two really, really hard years and then re- restructured the team with Michael and Zach, brought on um, some new drivers, new engineers. And, um, you know, there's a huge amount of work that goes into the back uh, in the background to try and win a race like that. Um, you know, and it kind of felt like a bit of a, a a bit of a pivotal moment for the team that you know finally we uh, we you know won the race that we've been trying to win, win for the last few years. We'd come on the podium three times out of the last four, so there was a little bit of always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Um, but you know, last season we really made a, you know wanted to make a big statement. Um, you know, our performance was 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 you know there or thereabouts. We weren't necessarily fighting for the championship, but we we're we we're close behind Shane for a significant part of the season. Um, and uh, and sort of in the mix a little bit, but um, yeah, halfway through it became our top focus to to go to Bathurst and to put all of our efforts into that race. And um, you know, fortunately, um, you know, all that hard work paid off. Ryan, it's Stephen here. How heavy has that legacy of Dad and what's come before you? 
How heavy it is on your shoulders, or have have you worked through that now that you're a com- completely different organisation? Oh, look, I think I've sort of grown out and matured out of that a little bit. You know, sort of caring about what other people think based on what my, my dad Have you matured? Something I have you matured? Yeah, well, you know, no, I, I've, I've said I've matured out of that aspect. The rest of me is still very immature. Yeah. Um, okay. But, uh, yeah, I think I've sort of, you know, grown out, grown out of that. When I first started, obviously, that was, that was something that weighed on my shoulders the whole time. But, yeah. you, know, um, you know, in my business, uh, our family business and, and our race team are both very different organizations than, than, than what they were. And, I've grown in very different areas and different ways. So, um, you know, I think uh, the weight on my shoulders is much more, you know, around the fans of the team and um, and my teammates, really, you know, making sure that we do make the right decisions so that we give the team the right opportunities to go and win things and, and, and do themselves and each other proud. You know, the, the changes have been massive uh, through, obviously, Going through that uh, that period of losing Holden and being the factory operation, and then the connection uh, with new owners, um, with Mr. Brown, Mr. Andretti coming on board, the WAU, those changes, and then obviously massive shift and focus around people. Your you know the obtaining of of Chaz Mostert, which is was genius. Um, no one saw that one coming. It was just very clever, um, and then and then going about. Uh, you know, chasing the people and putting the people in the right place, and sometimes it's really tough to do that. Obviously, but you know, you've seen other teams, and and you've managed to get the good people from other teams. You've you've done what you've had to do. I mean, it's it's just it's mammoth, and it takes time. But man, you have got a powerhouse underneath you now. Yeah, it's nice to hear. I and mean, I mean, Greg, you've seen uh, you've seen our journey, and you know, you've been part of it as well. You yeah, know, in, at several points in your career, so. Um, you know, it means a lot, especially coming from uh, from from your mouth. But um, you know, I, I think uh, I, I don't want to get too carried away because you're right. It's it's all about people, and um, we'd made the mistake of going and spending lots of money trying to find, you know, trying to approach big people from other teams in the past, and that wasn't actually the right strategy. You know, it was it was about finding the right people, not just the big the big people, the big names. Yeah. Um, you know, and uh, and I always joke in, in in my general business that business is easy, people are difficult. Um, and I think in, in motorsport or any sport in reality, I think it almost um, uh, exaggerates that um, because it's such a, a difficult working environment and it's, it's so reactive. You're always re- you know, reacting to what happens on a, on a race weekend or after an AFL game or so on. Um, and there's a lot more out of your control. You know, you can't plan as well in, in, in sports as you can in, in traditional business. So, um, you know, it's even more important to find the right people to be able to support you and create that team. Um, but the dynamic's really positive in the team, you know. It's um, again, I don't want to, you know, count too many chickens too early, but uh, I think there's a lot of confidence and belief, which I think is important. And uh, I think anyone who's been involved in a in, in any sporting team, um, once you start believing in yourselves, um, you know, that's a really really difficult thing to to to, to culture and to nurture. Um, but when you have it, you know, it's, it's something which is really really important. And I think we're at that pay, that play, uh, place now. We're last season. We started realizing that we were getting there. The police started building the confidence in each other and ourselves all started developing as well. And then, you know, the icing on the cake was really when we got Bathurst. And, uh, you know, we, we, we were nervous going into this round, actually, um, you know, because it's a bogey track for us, yeah. SMP. We had a shocking time there last year and then decided, you know, halfway through the, 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 the four events that we had there that we we're going to just start developing using what we're, what we're trying to do back at base and, and use it to develop uh, the car for Bathurst. Um, you know, so you know, there was a little bit of um, of, uh, of an uncertainty of what the performance was going to be. Um, we were a little bit disappointed that it wasn't going to be Newcastle, and we we're going straight to a bogey track. But 
you know, um, it actually turned out to be a, a, a good thing for us because, you know, we put everything that we learned into practice um, and the results came and, you know, hopefully this would be a, an, another boost for the, for the boys and, and the girls involved. And Ryan, taking your point about confidence and how important it is in sport because it's such an emotional game, how important going forward after the first opening round was you guys having the number one driver in the championship straight up? Um, well, we didn't think it was that important because we actually weren't too sure how we were going to perform. So we weren't focusing on that really. We were, we were actually focusing on just trying to make sure that um, we bled as little points as possible at that event, um, considering that our, our performance last year was, was, was so up and down there. So, um, you know, I think we, we all knew we were going to be better than last year, but, um, you know, I think there was actually a, a bit of surprise when we were, when we were fighting uh, right at the top. So um, that, was actually, that was actually quite encouraging um, because I don't think it was much, as much as an expectation. Um, and we weren't going in there, you know, expecting, hey, wouldn't it be great if we've got the orange number on, uh, on, on, the, on the front and, and rear, uh, rear view uh, windscreen of our car going into round two. So, um, you know, I don't, I don't actually, we actually didn't think that was going to happen. So <laughs> we, weren't, we weren't trying to bank on its importance, if that makes sense. Yeah, hey, uh, I'm I'm a big believer and, oh, and supporter, and and uh, really think that Nick Perkett is a is a super driver, fantastic talent. Um, hasn't probably had the the consistency on on in the right place at the right time to to show his full skill set. Um, so another great get, and and it does obviously put your team into having two fantastic drivers, not not a one and a two, you know, probably two number ones. Um, what was you know, what did you say to him or what did the team say to him after the weekend? Obviously, it was a first round for him in a new car with the new team, getting everything together. Didn't go, you know, that great. So what was the, uh, we know that it will, we know it'll improve and he's going to make progress. What what yep. was um, sort of the feedback with uh, with Nick and, and the words spoken just to, you know, um, make sure that's controlled, that part of it's controlled so that, uh, you know, there's no sort of uh, downward spiral setting in early. Yeah, we, we've been quite clear with Nick um, what our expectations are, and um, and uh, you know Nick has matured a lot as a driver and as a person over yep. the last um, sort of seven or eight years since he used to drive for us. Um, and you're right, he's he's been in in, in some pretty uh, average cars at times, and you know and a and a and an okay car, um, which definitely got some performance in the last couple of years um, at BJR, but was never really one that I don't think anyone thought he was going to be able to compete for a championship with. Um, and um, and uh, I think he will perform. You know, we we do believe in him, and that's why we went and got him. We wanted to go and ensure that we had two drivers of, of similar sort of caliber, uh, and uh, the ability that we'd have two two drivers that, um, in, in time, would be able to compete for the championship, and and two drivers that could try and win Bathurst. Um, so it was really really important and last season that we um, that we made that step. It was kind of the last step we felt we needed, along with bringing another engineer mm-hmm. in. Um, and we ended up getting Dr. Jeff Slater to, to follow him, which, you know, that, that guy's a very, very smart guy and, and um, got a lot of confidence oh, in what he's love too. Um, and uh, yeah. at the end of the day, um, you know, our cars were the biggest surprise, actually not biggest surprise, but a surprise was um, was what Nick was saying about how different our cars are to BJR. And he said that in the test day and, and said it again over the weekend. And um, I actually thought Nick drove very, very well in race one. You know, he made some huge ground, drove really, really, a really strong race. And was driving a really strong race in race two. The issue was qualifying. Um, one of them was a curb strike. And the other one was, um, you know, locking up the rears in, uh, in tough conditions. And, uh, and, and in his yeah. own words, driving, a bit, driving it too much like a BJR car. 
and he ended up in the Kitty Ledley, and unfortunately that um, that damaged his um, his qualifying for, for for race two. Um, but in the races he was doing very well. And in fact, if he hadn't got um, got tapped by by Scott Pye, uh, we estimate he would have been um, you know close or, or fighting for a podium along with Chaz. But he was on a very similar strategy, not that far back. So. Um, you know, I think the results went uh, where Nick would want it to be or where we yep. wanted to be, but we're working with Nick. We've got full confidence in what he's capable of. And, um, you know, his harshest critic is himself, um, not us. So we're there to support him, not to, uh, you know, throw the book at him and, and, and you know, start ranting and raving. Um, we're here to support him and show him we're going to give him and continue to give him everything he needs to, uh, to, to get, to get uh, results. And then it's up to him to deliver. So that's how we work. Nuts and bolts. Uh, next round is Tasmania, the Super Sprint, three by forty-four lappers, twenty-six, twenty-seven of March. Last year, Chaz podiumed in races one and three. Uh, yep. Knowing knowing that's a, a suitable track, you would expect more podiums. Yeah, well, that, that's what we would expect. Um, uh, hoping that we haven't uh, changed the car so much that we're suddenly good at SMP and crap at all the tracks that we used to be good at. So, <laughs> fingers crossed that that's um, that doesn't turn into reality. But um, yeah, we're quite we're quite confident going into Tassie. Um, you know, it's, it's traditionally been a good track for us and for Holdens in general. Um, but uh, yeah, it's always competitive. There's a lot that can happen. The weather at the moment in Australia is all over the place. So, so who knows? We're gonna we're just gonna focus on ourselves and take uh, each race as it comes. Uh, hey, thanks, mate. One last question um, before we go. I just I just need an update on the score between. Ryan Welcome Shaw and Optus versus Peter Edison and Boost and where the where the stone throwing's at. All right, I just need a, I need an update. Um, so someone's keeping score. They have to be. Yeah, I, I think it's probably about twenty-eight nil to me. Um, uh, I, 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 there's no there's no way that Addison scored a single point. I mean, I'm sure any rational person would be uh, would be looking at that and saying that uh, I'm kicking his ass. So. Uh, yeah, it's actually a bit of a, it's actually a bit of a flogging. It's almost embarrassing for him. Wow, really. so, wow! Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you knew something like that was coming. Hey, here, here's the song that Murph thinks you, this, this, this suits you. Have a quick listen. <laughs> well, have you seen his hair? For God's sake! <laughs> this, this is just for you, Ryan, because we love what you do, yeah. and you, Mate, you don't, this you, is you don't stick this to is the rules, theme. man. So uh, thanks well, for you. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I've, I've, got, I've got a new bet with Chaz that if he wins the championship, I'll dye my hair with, you know, the teal colour that he's dyed it currently. So he might be playing blue WDW dye at the end of the uh, <laughs> season. Jeez, I can't. Oh, please. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'll, I'll, whatever I have to do to help that make that happen, whatever I've got to do. Just good, Ryan, that's thanks that's for your time, show. mate. Really appreciate it. Uh, good luck. Hey, thanks, brother. Thanks, heaps. No worries. Cheers, Jens. Have a good day. Bye.